Hey everybody, Mitchell Reichert, CEO of June Group. I had the pleasure of sitting down with Christy Argelon, Senior Vice President of Marketing at Target, uh, to discuss our industry, retail, mobile, and all of the changes that uh, all of the above are going through currently. Hope you enjoy the conversation. Christy, thank you so much for being here with us today. Happy to be here with you, Mitchell. Great to speak again. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about your role. So I am in the marketing group at Target and my particular responsibility is the title of media, guest engagement, and measurement. But I think as everyone understands, media, measurement, data are becoming so fundamental to everything that marketing does. Uh, I'm kind of in the middle of everything. Uh, I'm working on projects like personalization, but I'm also working on projects like how to publish enough content to be able to connect with all of the different guests that want to hear from Target. That's amazing. Uh, you know, we were just talking a minute ago about all the different things you're in the middle of, not only at Target, but in the broader world. Tell us about some of the biggest challenges and the biggest opportunities you're facing right now. I actually, I think of the challenges as the opportunities because I get bored easily, which probably a lot of us in marketing do, which is why we choose it as a profession. Um, I think some of the greatest challenges that we have right now is to really understand how to create a relevant brand in a world where you don't just put out a bunch of television, big outdoor boards, and a lot of print ads. You know, every connection is a one-to-one -one or one-to-a-few kind of connection for a brand. And being able to do that on a prolific, uh, continuous sort of way so that we, um, we own our rightful place in the minds of our guests is probably the biggest challenge that we have right now. So in 2018, what's a great target brand experience? Well, I think it's the way that we think about it in marketing at, at Target is that we either take responsibility for creating or at least stewarding really great guest experiences. And that counts as any touch point. That's not just marketing channels. It's what kind of experience do they have when they go in the store. We may not be the group that's responsible for how our store team members are trained, but we are responsible for understanding how our guests are responding to that. And so we're very much leaning into um, the relationship that Target has across every touch point with, with Target um, and really making sure that guests in Target are um, serving each other or that we're serving them to the level that they want to be served at and that we're really engaging them the way that they want to engage with our brand. And I imagine that that relationship is just constantly in flux, the relationship that you have with your customers. So tell me about that. How do you handle coming into work every day and all the rules are changing? Yeah, the, the, there are a couple of things that are true and have always been true. And the first one is that our guests love Target. And there's something about the great experience that we've always stood for, that we've always created, that carries over into a real high-tech world as well. Um, we seem to be striking the right balance between physical and digital. Um, our physical is a great place for inspiration or to get what you need really quickly. And our digital serves in terms of being able to order online, pick up in store, um, shop for things that you maybe don't have time to shop for in the store. So this balance of discovery and utility is really striking the right chord with our guests today. So we continue to really tap into the love that they have for us and make sure that we continue to serve them and to share that experience with them in whatever channel, sales channel, um, or experience channel that they're looking for from us. The other piece is that we have a really strong purpose in terms of um, bringing joy into everyday life for our guests. 
And when you think of the sense of discovery that you have at Target, you can go in and you can buy something sweet or fun or cool for five bucks. You feel a little better walking out than you did when you were walking in, and that continues to be a real true dynamic for us and a real advantage for us. So the idea of brand is this, this ancient concept, and you are at the helm of this venerable brand that is under radical change. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about how you, how you guide the brand into the unknown. Yeah, it's, uh, we use the guest as our true north, and the whole company has pivoted to center around the guest, and that's been one of the biggest changes that Brian Cornell made when he came on board four years ago now. Um, really the pivot to the guest is at the center of everything that we do. And when you do that, you don't get as lost in all of this chaos that's swirling around us. The guest clearly tells us what's working and what isn't, and we respond to that. And so we're doing really um, fundamental things like refreshing our stores, creating more formats, store formats that the guest really wants, um, turning our digital um, property, target.com, into a great utility that makes it easy for them to find what they want and get what they want. Uh, and then services that bridge the two. And um, you know, our guests are very clear on what they want from us and when we're doing it right and when we're not, and we respond to that. Wow. So it seems to me that with all this change, the role of marketing is really becoming, if anything, more prominent and with greater responsibility. Can you talk a little bit about that for us? Yeah, and it's one of the reasons why I'm at Target is because it is one of those companies that understands that marketing is a great asset. It's not a cost center, it's a great asset. And as a result of that, we're very much involved in the enterprise overall. A lot of the deals, partnerships that come from my job, so our partnerships with Google or Pinterest are at the enterprise level. So our CEO is meeting with the CEOs of those companies. Our digital uh, lead, our um, chief digital officer is in all of the meetings with the tech people to understand how our platform supports theirs and vice versa. Um, so, uh, you know, we're very much involved in the progress of the organization overall in playing our rightful role in how we show up as a, as a company. That's terrific. So let's talk about transparency a little bit. It's one of the biggest issues in our, uh, in our sphere right now, especially in digital. How do you guys handle transparency, viewability, specificity of where the ads are running? Yeah, we're um, at, at the highest conceptual level on transparency. What's most important for me is that in any relationship that we have, there's trust and there's value. And uh, we put that first and foremost on how we're looking at things. So if we have a partner that says to us, well, we'll be transparent about not being transparent, that's clearly <laughs> there's not trust in that relationship. Um, but I don't, today we don't work with any companies where we don't feel like the transparency is at the level it needs to be and where we feel like we're getting a real fair value and that we're driving our business with that partner. Um, and so those are the, that's the initial screen that we go through. Mm -hmm. um, the other interesting side, though, is that we're also in the, in the publishing business now with Target Guest Access. And so we also are asked about transparency and fraud and brand safety. And we built a marketplace for, specifically for us because we wanted to be able to have more control over 
our marketing dollars truly driving business results and to make sure that any place where our ads showed up, and you know, knock on wood, nothing is foolproof, but anywhere that our ads show up is a brand safe, to, safe environment because our brand is incredibly, it's a great asset for the company. We take a lot of care in that. Um, and so we built target, target guest access for ourselves. We then started to offer it to our vendors, so any products that are sold in our stores, and we're now offering it to any advertiser. And we do accept things like third-party tags um, because we know it's important to people to be able to measure whether or not their ads are working. What we don't, what we're uncomfortable with are things like DMP tags where they're actually able to capture first-party data because first-party data is an incredibly important asset to us and we're not going to allow others to capture that. So that's the line that we draw, but any partner that we've worked with views that as very fair. Mm -hmm. um, it's personally, you know, it's personal information about our guests. It needs to stay between us and our guests. I'm sure your guests appreciate that too. Exactly, exactly. That's terrific. So let's talk a little bit about equality and diversity in the workplace. Mm -hmm. How do you guys view those issues? Well, it's interesting because out of all the companies that I've worked at, this is the most female company that I've ever worked at. And we have a um, huge uh, number of women represented on our board of directors, on the leadership team. 57% of my team is female. Um, it's a very female-led organization. And we're one of the largest employers in the country. So that's really important that we not only are um, thinking about gender equality and diversity, but also about diversity overall. It's a responsibility for our company to really take that very seriously. One of the places where I think we can even do more, and I think we can all do more, is how we represent um, different races, different genders in the marketing that we put out into the world because that's so many impressions that are out in the world that are creating an impression. And are we really being thoughtful about it? And we recently did a swimsuit campaign. It was a, it was a swimsuit line called Shade and Shore, and it was all about different fits for different bodies. And um, we, did, we put creative work out into the world that showed the diversity of how we're all built and what shapes we all have. Um, and in this particular body of work, there was no airbrushing, no touch-up. It was wrinkles, it was stretch marks, it was everything that makes us beautifully imperfect. Um, and what was interesting is that the creative team was all women, which is hard to find in the industry. It was all women, and uh, one of the creative directors said, this was great. It wasn't a huge like watershed moment, but it was the right thing to do, and we need to do a whole lot more of that. And so that was really inspiring and motivating for us to just say, this is just the way we got to roll, um, and we need to do this everywhere. And we shouldn't be applauding when we do it once. Mm -hmm. We should, ju this should just be the way we do it. Oh, wonderful, I love that. So last question for you. Advice for other marketing leaders and maybe advice for kids just coming into the industry. Yeah, I mean, probably two different sets. Um, one different. of them, and maybe one of the things that I was told early on in my career once I was getting into more of a leader of a team kind of role, um, I was told uh, by the president of the agency at the time that as a manager, your job is to manage change. And it completely changed the way I thought about things because it is. I don't know what I'll be doing a week from now because the world is changing so fast, but I, what I do know is how to help teams lead through change, to break it down, to figure out how to move it forward, to not think about the end game, but the next three steps you need to take. 
Um, so that pivot to how do I manage change versus how do I manage people um, really was a big unlock for me. For people just getting into the industry, I think it's a really interesting time for them because they're coming in with more valuable knowledge today than entry-level people ever have before because they get what this new world order is all about because they, they're the first generation to really grow up with it. And in the past, you know how you had to accumulate experiences before you were valuable? <laughs> like it's completely upside down now. People coming in now, right, off, you know, right out of just being who they are, have so much valuable information and insight to offer us. They're teaching um, us. Yeah, I actually think the advice is to us to just say, you know what, listen, because they're incredibly helpful and insightful. And they're such a thoughtful generation, too, in terms of what it, you know, what's going on in the world. They're very intuitive. Um, so they should come in the door knowing they've got a lot to offer, and we should let them in the door and give them a seat at the table right out of the gate. Love it. Christy, thank you so much. Yeah, great to see you, Mitchell. Yeah, a lot of fun. Thank you.